Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of the Pet Psychic Radio Show. I'm your producer, Aiku Sahara, and Laura is on the line, our main star of the show, Pet Psychic. Here I am. <laughs> Do you like that intro? I love that intro. The main star. I've never you been guys... called that before. Thanks, I. Really? You're always the star of the show. It's your show. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I was thinking about it today, about how, like, I was that kid in class that, like, knew the answer but was too scared to raise my hand. Right. If somebody called on me, I would, like, like shrivel under my desk and then my brain would crash and I couldn't say what the answer was. Right. So I was thinking, my like, God, I'm like, look at what I'm doing now. Like, I'm on the radio and... I know, that's crazy. I really, truly, inside of me would rather, much rather be a hermit where nobody hears me at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was that kid, too. I you I was very shy. Didn't ever talk to anyone. Really? Yeah, even through high school. And so I have my best friend, once I came out, like, into my 20s, my best friend was like, wow, you talk a lot now. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> Making up for lost time. Exactly. Exactly. Well, now I just talk about the animals, so I'm like, all right, nobody ever listened before. <laughs> um, you know, yesterday was my bandmate Tim, the drummer who passed away. He it was his anniversary of his death. I know you said that. Yeah, and you know what's really crazy is that yesterday on the radio, one of our songs was played on a radio station at 9 in the morning. But that was NPR, you said, right? It was yeah, it was it was on an NPR station in Pasadena called KPCC. That and it got yeah, it got played on at 9 o'clock. Our music, we're not like a famous band, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one knows who we are. And so it was really weird. That's so awesome. You know, I'm, I know for sure that that was him have, making that happen. Yeah. I mean, I really believe it. Because it was, they say, too, you know, and this is really true, is that the the anniversary of someone's death and their birthday, the veil is much, much thinner. Mm-hmm. And so they can, they can really um, be closer and have profound influences on you on those days. Wow. Obviously, he was working quite hard in order to get that in motion before that day. Yeah, that's amazing. That's really amazing. Yeah. We were we had like a little party yesterday. We all met up at this um restaurant that Tim used to like to go to and we all met up and were everyone was like just surprised. Oh, did you feel him there? I I'm not sure cuz I was a little overwhelmed with emotion. So I was uh, a little bit out of sorts, you know. Well, that can be it too because their emotion can run through you. So sometimes mm-hmm. it's- it's it's not necessarily your emotions can be their emotion too. Like they're so happy that you're all together. I know. Yeah, that's true. Wow. But it was really really powerful. It was just it's a really cool thing that happened for us for us friends of Tim. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah. You want to tell everyone what your band name is? Oh yeah, my band's called Pink Mochi. That was the band. You can find it on I don't know on various social networking. And for all of you, you should know about I. She's like this person that has like a million different lives. She is. <laughs> ha- and how many bands are you on? I and don't even. I can't even count. I think I'm in three or four right now. In three of her bands, and then she's also like this really active, like vegan Yelper, right? I You're do. Like I do Yelp, but yeah, I do like vegan. I don't know. I talk about veganism and vegan food, and I have Aren't a. You highlighted blog. on Yelp too. Yes, I am high- highlighted on Yelp quite often. See? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I have too much going on. I'm doing too many things, but I like it. That's good. Yeah. So what's been going on for you this week? Okay, so a couple different things. One, I had this guy the other day. Mm-hmm. He, I don't know if I told you about him already, but he totally 
he was at the very end of the day, and he was a skeptic, right? And his, him and his wife were calling me to talk to their dead dog, okay? He was my last session, and I was like, okay, so I, I can already hear him, like, like you know, I can just pick it up in her voice that he was, like, total skeptic and was like, I don't know about this. And so he wouldn't let me ask, like, any question. Like, I and I always, when their dogs die, I always ask, like, how did your dog die? Like, did you feel like the, the, the death was peaceful? Do you feel like they left peacefully? Because that helps me to contact the dog. He's like, I wouldn't tell you that, that stuff. And he was, like, really, like, intense. And I actually thought to myself, maybe I should not do this and refund their money right away. Like, I just had this, like, feeling like I shouldn't go forward with it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is going to be really hard. So then I was like, no, because I could hear the wife was really sad. And I was like, okay, I'm doing this for the wife, right? It was, like, really a test in my communication skills with people to be able to handle this man because he wouldn't let me, like, ask any questions about the animal at all. Like, and I think that that is, like, a skeptic's thought that I'm just completely – going to tune in with someone and then all of a sudden be all knowing and I should know everything about the animal's whole entire life Mm -hmm. and life situation. Like I wasn't even able, like he wouldn't even really let me ask like who was in the family. (laughs) Like, and so I was thinking to myself the whole time, like, wow, like I've like, like he could really psych me out. Like if I was a beginner or if I was someone who hadn't been doing it for so many years, like, he would have psyched me out and I wouldn't have been able to talk to the dog at all. Right. But I was this one person while I'm doing this session, and I'm like, okay, like, I have to be really compassionate, and I have to send him love, and this man is hurting. And so that was, like, the place I was in. But then when I would go to talk to the dog, he would be saying to his wife, why did she have to ask those questions? I don't know about this girl. She's not, like, and he was going on and on. And I had to tell him could you please, like, put me on mute because I can't pay attention? <laughs> like, are you joking? Like, I mean, let me do my work here. So, right. So, so then, like, the dog said such really beautiful things, you know, like, really beautiful things. But this, what he didn't want to tell me is, like, the dog was made a point of saying, I did not struggle the moment before I died. She was, like, emphasizing that. I want them to know I did not struggle the moment before I died. And supposedly, which he didn't want to tell me, is that the dog was, like, biting the vet and stuff beforehand. But I didn't get that from the dog. But I, it doesn't mean that – it's like when I look at the situation, it's not because I'm not all-knowing. Like, I, I don't all of a sudden see the whole situation. I only see what the animal communicates to me. And the animal was just saying, I want them to know that I died peacefully when the very end came to it. Mm-hmm. And so they still, he still didn't believe me, but I was saying to him, well, you know, did your aunt, cause when they die and they're suffering, they like gasp a lot. And the vet says that's like a body reaction, but it's yeah. not like they're struggling, you know, they're like trying to hold on. Yeah. So I was like exhausted, but it was a half hour session. I was like, oh my God, I was like so happy to get off the phone with them. And I was like, God, you know, but I was like, okay, send them love, send them love. But then I thought to myself, so then I've had this guy that keeps calling and I was training a new assistant and I had her call the guy, this guy back, you know, and he, this guy calls again and he's like left this, this message on him where he's really upset and he's like, I want to ask about booking a session. But I could tell he was like really upset. So I was like, I got to call this guy back like right away because something's seriously wrong. So it's the guy calling me back again. And I'm like, oh, my God. And he was like, you should have just told me if I if you didn't get my dog. I'm like, I got your dog. Am I going too long with the story? <laughs> Sorry. No. I mean, <laughs> yes, kind of. But I'm so sorry, I'm now, everyone. Now I, I feel like we're we're really like we want to know what happened. So yeah, you have I'm to tell so the sorry rest. because like I I have these two parts, these two people inside of me. I have like this person who is like, okay, I'm really spiritual. This guy is suffering. Send him love. He's a skeptic. He's trying to hold on to anything. And then I have the New York Italian that wants to say, hey, buddy. You know, you're freaking me out. Like, 
get it together, you know? And or just like, you know, I talk to your dog, just like sit down, take a bath or drink a beer and read it and and just like get it, you know? Yeah. But, but like I can't say that, but then he was like he kept saying to me, I don't care if you you might hang up on the phone with me. Thank you for my time. Thank you for your time. He kept saying, thank you for your time while he was telling me I didn't get his dog. And, you know, I've been doing this long enough to know when I'm getting the dog and when I'm not. And if I don't get the dog, I will say I don't get the dog because the last thing I want to do is take people's money when I'm, like, doing it wrong, especially a situation right. where, like, the pet died. Like, I'm in it for the animal, not, you know, not for the money. So yeah. I'm like... You know what, buddy? I had your dog. I started, like, I wasn't screaming at him, but I was kind of, like, I am now. Like, I raised my voice, you know? Yeah. My mom is like, Laura, you're not you're not yelling. You're just you're just a New York Italian. You raise your voice. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's, like, like, that's like my husband. That's like John. <laughs> seriously, I think all New Yorkers have it in us. And then add the Italian thought to me. But I'm yeah. like, seriously, I kept saying to the guy, oh, I was like, oh, my God, I'm, like, going crazy here. I kept saying to him, you do not understand how psychic abilities work. You do not understand how psychic abilities work. I'm 100% positive that I had your dog. I'm 100% positive that I had your dog. <laughs> I just repeated myself over and over and over a million times. <laughs> God. Then he's like, thank you for your time. Thank you for your time and hung up. And you haven't heard from him since? No, thank God. But I'm like, I almost... Like this is like I this is like a serious <laughs> confession to make. There's only a few people whose files are red flagged, and his files are red flagged. <laughs> like, no, I I'm hope he's sorry. not listening. I hope they're not. Sorry, listening. you don't pay me enough to deal with you. But <laughs> that's really it. Sounds terrible because I really feel like at some point, one time this happened to me once before, where this guy was like, "You don't have my dog. You don't have your dry dog," and it like really affected me, and I thought oh, my God, like, maybe I don't have this guy's dog. Like, I was, like, really upset about it. And I was, like, God, he's, like, because I totally felt like I had the dog. And he's, yeah. like, oh. this other guy, he's, like, you don't have the dog. You don't have the dog. And I was, like, after I did the hour session with that guy, I was, like, I'm refunding you your money because I don't want you to think I didn't have the dog, right? Yeah. And then, like, six months later, I get this email. I'm so sorry. You had my dog. I just couldn't see it at the time. So I'm like, he didn't offer to pay me though, but he did. He did send me an email. I thought, oh, that was nice of him. So yeah. I think like maybe one day this guy might right. get it. <laughs> I said to him on the phone, listen, you were a skeptic from the beginning, and like, I don't think I'm ever gonna. Like, That's funny. Sorry. Well, let's oh, take some. Long. Let's take some phone calls. Maybe yeah. the guy will be calling us. Who knows? No, don't call. Please don't call. Please don't call Laura. <laughs> um, okay, so callers, what you want to do is, uh, we didn't screen any calls so far, so just what you want to do is uh, when you get on the air, explain what your pet looks like, what their name is, and uh, think about one question you want to ask Laura. That's right, well, right, I have Laura? to say that Safe Pet Haven says on the chat, she says, raising, vo raising voices is not unique to New York nor Italians. It's just the passion trying to get out and get through. <laughs> That's true. Thanks, Safe Pet Haven. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, you're on Pet Psychic Radio. Hello? Hi, this is Daria calling from South Carolina. Oh, hey, Hi. Daria. How are you? Hi, I just want to tell you. I'm an Italian from New Jersey, and it's really hard for me not to raise my voice, too. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I, I knew at the end of that whole story what was going to come out of this. I guarantee you that guy's going to get it, and you're going to hear from him that he's going to get it. Oh, you think so? So, Absolutely. everyone, Daria is a, is a medium, and she had a blog talk show for a very long time called Medium in Your Midst. In our, is that right? Medium in Our Midst. Uh, I still do, as a matter of fact. Oh. But, yeah, I just started. I took a summer hiatus. But that's always what happens. You get, you know, once in a while, it's a test for you to really understand your personal power and your pers your confidence in yourself and your faith and trust in yourself. And then, inevitably, they get it. I thought it had something to do with, like, like my patience or something. Cause I was no, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, muster. 
All right. I, I want to, I'm, I'm heading up to New Jersey, as a matter of fact, tonight, and I just wanted to check in with you about Fuji. Okay. Fuji is my cat who was a feral cat, and thanks to Laura, I got that cat in a carrier and brought him from New Jersey, and he's acclimated beautifully, so thank you, Laura. That was an absolute miracle. Um, and he's doing really well. He goes out. He comes in when I whistle for him, but you know what? Every time he goes out, just about, he comes in, and he's got the runs, oh. and he was growing up. And, and here's a clue. Um, I found a piece of tall grass on the bed where he was sleeping like he had chewed, and one side of that grass felt like razor blades. I mean, so oh. I'm wondering if if there's something going on, if he's eating something. So for the past yeah, don't days, you remember he had once that he was eating something? Well, that was that different. That was a plant that I think maybe somebody was had grown like marijuana or something because he was completely oh, knocked right. out, hallucinating. Oh, was, okay. Yeah, this is different. Okay, so what do we want to? So we, we want. Wanna, and so are we going to tell him that you're going to New Jersey, or are we going to tell him to stop eating the plants or both? No, I've already told him I'm going to New Jersey. I told all three of them. I just okay. want to know if he understands what's upsetting his stomach. And that he can't be chewing on those t- tall grasses because they're cutting up the insides of his stomach. He says, I'm eating the grass because I have an upset stomach. Okay. Sometimes I feel like my food swells in my stomach. Hmm. Is he throwing up food as well or just grass? Uh, he threw up uh, night night before last he threw up. But, you know, he'd been cleaning himself a lot, but he did throw up. But I haven't changed the food. It's the same food he's been eating for a couple of years. Well, he feels like he's getting bloated. Huh. And it always happens after I eat, he says. Hmm. And when I eat the grass, it feels better. So maybe there's something, too, about the grass that he's eating. Can you put a digestive enzyme in his food? What's the food that you feed him? uh, Neutro. Oh, you could feed him a better food. Well, I did. I bought that um, Origin, but he ate oh. it for a little bit, but then he won't eat it. Huh. So it's like I've tried other foods, but then you know, he always goes back. So my guys eat that before grain, the chicken one. It's BG. Because if it's a grain it's a grain food, that would swell in his stomach. Sometimes, um, sometimes Neutro, I don't think it's a grain. I mean, it's... Uh, it's, I'm it's telling pretty, you, it's swelling in my stomach. Yeah. I, okay. I, so, so what should I do? I'll ask him what you should do. Okay. Give me some type of cream to make it feel better. Some type of what? Cream. What would that be? Cream. Yeah. I have no idea. Cream. Hey, are you feeding him ice cream? No. <laughs> he only gets wet food, dry food, and treats. Once well, let me ask him if he means cream is the wet food. No, it's like a milky cream. I wonder no. if you, Maybe yogurt. Yogurt is a probiotic. Oh, you think I should try feeding him yogurt? Or oh, that's what he thinks? I have never given him yogurt, but I could certainly try. <sighs> I guess I'm going to... hurting my stomach. Uh, I mean, it's boy. hard with, like, those... Like, Nutro used to be considered a high-quality food, but it's not yeah. anymore. And it's just, okay. like, it's so hard to know what's going on with their company and, like, what's going on with the food. Right. So that right. they change something. Right. Yeah. And it was okay. I mean, even yeah. with the higher-quality foods, that's possible. That it, yeah. It, they changed something, and so now it's not sitting as well in the stomach. But he okay. does feel like his stomach is swelling. And usually okay. that a lot of older animals talk yeah. about that. That, But he's not that old, right? No, he's not. No, um, he's not. Um, but, like, a lot of older dogs that are up, like, panting all night long, that a lot of times is the brain swelling in the stomach. But that's the feeling he has. Okay. All right, I'm going to try to, uh, I guess, buy a new kind of food. And and what is it that you're recommending, BG? Oh, yeah, there's a, my cats have BGs. It's a before grain. Before grain. And they eat the chicken one. Okay, I'll try that. Thank you so much. They don't like the can, though. They only like the dry of that brand. Okay. 
Okay, I'll try it. I have a huge bag of origin in there, but you can return any of those foods. You can return if they don't eat. Really? Okay. Yeah, great. so you should be able to return. They're not expensive. You should be able to return it to the yeah, pet store. Yeah, they are expensive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, and God bless. You too. Have a nice trip. It was good to talk to you. Thank you. You too. Thank Laura. you. Uh, let's go to Latasha in Ventura. Latasha. Hi, Laura. How are you? I'm good. Hi, Latasha. I'm so glad I've been able to get in touch with you. You know, having a a skeptic husband and all, I've been trying to convince him for months to come in, and and he's just like, you know, he just has that wallet. But I've been talking about you all these months, so I'm I'm trying to like weather him down. Yeah, it'd be fun to meet him. Not all. I don't. With like all skeptics, like I did with the other guy I was talking to about. A lot of skeptics are really nice. <laughs> Not that this guy wasn't nice, but I feel yeah, bad. I feel yeah, he, is. He, he loves animals, you know, and he loves yeah. our animals. Yeah, so, I would love to meet him. So, so what's your question? Well, as you know, right now my husband's deployed. Yeah. And, um, We got a new dog, Scotty. He's actually sitting on my lap right now. <laughs> and um, I just want to know if you could just explain to them where Richard's at. Because Richard, when we talk over Skype, he feels like they've forgotten about him. And it kind of it makes me really sad, you know? That, you, that, that he's, wait, I'm sorry, he thinks that, Richard thinks that the dogs have forgotten about him? Yeah. Oh, so do you want to ask your dog something to say to Daddy? Yeah, just, you know, just so that way they know that, you know, where he's at and, you know, that Richard's coming home and he's not going to be gone forever. And I also okay. want to know where Scotty came from. Okay, and so um, tell me what Scotty looks like. He looks like a little Dalmatian. He's black and white with spots. He's part rat terrier and part American chihuahua. Oh, cute. Okay. So I'm going to tell him where Daddy is. He says Daddy's in a place where he has to wear things in his ears because of the noise. Is that true? <laughs> um, yeah, does he wear I mean, some- He does when he does construction, but I think he's mostly doing office work now. Oh. Where is he? He's um he's overseas. He's in Spain. Oh, okay. I wonder if he's wearing like a uh, earpiece or something. If he's wearing an earpiece? <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I have um I have no idea. There's lots of construction going on over there right now, so he's I mean, he could be doing all kinds of different things. I really okay. don't know. When is he going to come home? <laughs> he'll be home. He'll be home after. Well, I'm not supposed to say specific date, but he will be home after December. Oh, okay. So after Christmas and after New Year's. When he comes home, is he going to want to sleep a lot? Yeah, I mean, he's going to be very tired, and I know he misses. Um, I know he misses Elvis sleeping in between his legs and. Scotty curled up next to him. <laughs> we miss him a lot. Oh, okay. Well, we I want to tell him that we think about him every day, okay. and sometimes we imagine that he's with us. Does it help that I talk about Richard all the time? Does that help them? He, they say when when you talk about him, it makes him it makes them feel like he's there. Okay. So it almost, like, gives them an image of him, like, creates an image of him in the house. hmm Okay. And he thinks about us a lot. We can feel him thinking about us. <laughs> Tell him that we miss him. Oh, that's sweet. He brags about he brags about our dogs all the time, and even when we're talking on Skype, he'll call his friend over and say, "Look at my dogs! Look at them!" <laughs> Aww, that's so sweet. So well, thank- I know. 
Yeah, I know Venus is all for animals, and I, I don't know if I'm able to ask one more question. There was just something I just wanted to know, because we adopted Scotty, if you'd be able to ask, like, where he came from, because he's okay, really hold on. I forgot about that one. He says, I came from a place that had something round in the backyard. Let me see what it is. And if you jumped up on it, you'd fall off of it. I don't know what that is. A trampoline, maybe? No, it was round, so it was, like, slippery. I don't know. Maybe it was, like, a garden. I don't know. It was, like, a statue, kind of, because it didn't move. And I was, this woman said, I'll take him from you because you can't, you can't take care of him. So this woman took me away, mm-hmm. and she gave me to someone else. And then I went playing, and another woman picked me up. <laughs> Doesn't sound like anything really traumatic happened to him. It sounds like he um, he was at a home that, they couldn't really take care of him, and then someone came and said, oh, I'll find him another home, and they found him another home, and then he got out and was, like, playing, and then he got picked up. Yeah, he was found running around base, is what we were told by the... by the Running around base? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's probably somebody at the base that had him, that he got out of. Hmm. Well, not- I... I want to make sure that he's happy in his new home, and, you know, we're not going to give him up. Richard's way too, Richard and I are way too I'm really now. happy, he says. Mm. Okay. Really, really happy. Latisha, yeah. thanks for calling in. Thank you so Thank much, you. Laura. Yeah. Thank you so much. Bye. You will. Bye. <laughs> he sounds like a puppy. I know. <laughs> like, totally, like, whatever. <laughs> uh, we got Chris from San Diego. Chris? Yes. Hi, Laura. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. Hey, I've got a, my dark chocolate lab Kira. Okay. Uh, sitting, <laughs> sitting next to me. And what um, do you want? Well, we're on our way to the neurologist right now. And we thought that she had a reoccurrence of her polymyositis, but it looks like she has like a slip disc or something in her back. Oh wait, wait sorry. So what did on. you say? What did you say at first? Do you think what? The vet and I thought that she had had a reoccurrence of her polymyositis. It's an autoimmune disease. Oh, okay. So um, she's sick. Right. Okay. But last week when we were out walking, within 48 hours, she was unable to use her back end at all. Oh no. So the yeah, and she's still unable to use it, and so the vet. Um, was saying, you know, she's probably got a slip disc so and, did, or a lesion. Did you do an X-ray? No, we. Um, she's on steroids and on very strict rest at this point. Oh. So we're going in today. Um, the past, she's been great over the weekend. You know, her whole attitude and things like that. But um, she can't move her hind end. She can't move her hind end. I have to take her out to, you know, go to the bathroom. And, Does she seem and, in pain to you? Well, that's what I'm curious about. Like, okay. is she like in what? pain and how much pain she's in? Okay. She says she's in some pain around her neck. And my whole spine feels swollen. Her whole what? Her spine, like, like on either side of her spine feels, like, inflamed. And then also her back legs, like, her her um, paws up towards, like, her ankles, that's also really sore, which is in, they feel really hot, she says. They burn me really bad. And my tail burns me. I don't know what that would mean. I don't know enough about that, but it's like maybe it's like the nerves are inflamed or something there. Mhm. Okay. 
I'm really discouraged. I don't know if I can walk again. When I try to walk, it hurts. It hurts my shoulder, so it's hurting her to lift herself up from her front, too. Like it's like pinching her neck. Like her right shoulder looks like it's pinching into her neck. Right. Okay. I don't like to poop and pee. You don't like what? The poop and pee, it makes me feel really uncomfortable. Yeah, I have to help express her bladder. Oh, so that's what she's saying is uncomfortable. Oh, poor baby. Gosh. You know, you should learn the Tellington Touch, which is a circular massage, and do that all the way down her spine. That actually has brought animals back to be able to walk again. Mm-hmm. And maybe do some, yeah. ac- and do some acupuncture on her, too. Mm-hmm. I've yeah, definitely seen dogs was, that walk again, so. Even though the back end's kind of paralyzed? I have. I saw, I knew this one dog that was like that for three months, and then he got up and walked one day, and now he's like, I don't know, I think he's like 15 now, and he, it happened when he was four. And without surgery and all that? Yeah, no surgery for this particular dog, but I don't know if it's the same thing, you know? Right, right. But yeah, I've definitely seen them walk before again. Yeah, because I was, I mean, she was, she seemed like she was in a yeah. lot of pain yesterday and discomfort and things. Yeah, and she like, does. I was curious if she was ready to cross over. Oh, it doesn't sound, not yet, not yet. I don't want to do it yet. Okay. So keep us posted, and uh, what you can do too is just talk to her about what what death is and what the other side is, so she can get more prepared if that's where you're feeling like this is headed. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Chris, for calling Thank me. Thank you. Thanks. Aw. Oh, that's sad. So it's sad. Never, never fun when animals are not feeling good. No, never. Um. So. We have a special moment now. You wanted to talk to someone today. Yeah, I want to talk to Terry Thompson, who is the man that had all the um, exotic animals in Ohio, and maybe even the leopard that um, that is one of the survivors that is at the Columbus Zoo now. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if any of you have been reading my blog, but I posted on my blog um, about one of the grizzly bears and one of the Bengal tigers' experiences at the at the um, during the morning after the incident after they got let out, and they had said to me that a woman had let them out and that it actually wasn't Terry, and that a woman had cut the cages open. So they're not saying that on the news. So I don't know if that's something that will come out later. But um, but uh, I would like to see if we can get in touch with Terry and see what he has to say. And, um, and okay, let's do it, right? Yeah, let's do it. And, I yeah, it's a, I don't know, do we talk about all the, it's all about the exotic animals. It's really horrifying seeing it on the news, all the dead yeah, tigers. And lions. Uh, Those of you who don't know, this man had, in the 50s, exotic animals. I believe 18 of them were Bengal tigers. There's very few Bengal tigers in the world. So I think think they said like 1,400 in the world or something, or 2,500 in the world. God. And so for him to have 18 was, like, Jack Hanna just was, like, crying over it. And, um... And they can, you know, a lot of people have been upset about how uh, people have been, how they had to be shot. But what Jack Hanna was saying is that these tigers can take down, like, a 1,400-pound water buffalo or something in, like, 80 seconds. Yeah. So the amount of danger that was to the community was so extreme that they he felt like they did the best thing by shooting the animals. Yeah. Especially in the short notice, it wasn't like they had 
preparation to get all the proper tranquilizers and everything in time. Right, and they also said that um, the I also saw him say that the way the trank guns work it has to get into a certain muscle, and then they don't go mm-hmm. down right away, and so it, it was wow. Mhm. So That's me, why people shouldn't have exotic animals. That's my two cents. Okay, I got Terry. He says I'm so upset about this issue. I did not let those animals out. I've been really depressed lately, and the animals haven't been appropriately fed. I have a lot of work to do before they'll let me into heaven. I want to make things right. I was not thinking about their welfare. I was in wrong mind. And I have to say, for someone who's died just a couple of days, and for him to say something like that, like, because obviously he had some serious mental issues to have so many of those animals in captivity, um, for him to kind of be at that level now, he's got some serious angels on the other side helping him, and also um, he has, I would say, has grown a lot in just a short amount of time because normally when you talk to someone who's passed away, um, that they still can, they can still have the same sort of issues that they had in life, just they're on the other side. Mm, wow. He keeps stressing, I did not let them out. I wonder, is the investigation still going on? Yeah, I would imagine so. He says that there are more loose. He says there's more, there's some wolves, and it looks like a younger, like a thinner cat. um, He still looks pretty big, though, like the size of a medium-sized dog, but thin. Hmm. I don't know my cat species that well. What do you what would you ask him, I? Um I let me see. Sorry, there's a I don't know if everyone can hear that, but someone's car alarm's going off in my neighborhood. Um I I can't ask him anything because I'm too upset. You're too it, upset with him. He keeps Yeah, I'm really that, upset with him. He kept saying that they were starving. They were like hungry. Well, I, I want to ask him, why did he have exotic animals? What's his deal? Why oh, would you do that? Because they're so beautiful. Because they're strong and majestic. Yeah. And they made me feel powerful. They made me feel useful. When I would come with their food, I felt like I was worth something. Mm-hmm. Well, clearly he has, you know, some issues. I know. I want to talk some to him mental more health. at another time. Yeah, some mental health issues. Oh, but i got to tell you, I think it's amazing for him to say that he was wrong so fast. I really do. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's you know, I'm glad, but I'm still mad at him. It'll take me a little while. It. Good. That's what he should do is help end this and change the laws that shouldn't be allowed. Um, I want to ask this leopard. Can I ask this leopard real quick what her experience was? Sure. She said that she stayed close because the big cats were where um, the big cats were going after each other. Everybody wanted to eat each other. Mm. Nobody knew what to do. Oh, and they were shooting the guns. All I could smell was kill. Mm. And I got hungrier. Oh, gosh. Yikes. 
So are you going to be, do you think you'll interview more and maybe post something on your blog? Uh, I think I should do that. Yeah. So for those of you um, who might not know that Laura has a blog, you can find it on www.thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com. And any other information about our radio show and Laura's work, her bio, her beautiful pictures, (laughs) (laughs) come to thepetpsychic.com. Today we have a special guest from Eye Care Dog Rescue, and um, her name's Danielle. And hopefully she's on the line. I believe she is. I can see her in the queue. So, Danielle, get ready. Uh, <laughs> Danielle, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, you're Hi, on the air. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for coming on. Sure. Yeah, so, so Danielle, tell us a little bit about yourself and about your, your rescue and what you do. Well, um, I'm one of the founders of Eye Care Dog Rescue, and we are an all-breed rescue based in Orange County, California. We oh. rescue dogs from high-kill shelters, owner surrenders, um, strays, and we rehabilitate them, get them healthy, get them all spay and neutered, and find them wonderful homes. Wow. And how long have you been doing this? We started in September 2010 as a new rescue. Um, I've been doing rescue for many, many years, but we just started our own rescue because we wanted to make a more of an impact. So me and some friends got together and we started Eye Care. And since 2010, we have rescued and adopted out over 160 dogs. Oh my gosh, that's a lot of dogs. Yes. So ha- yes, it is. how do you um, how do you pick the dogs? You know, that's the thing. It's 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 really terrible. It's like you're playing God. Yeah. Um, you know. Who are you going to save? Who are you not? When they're putting down so many in the shelters each day, we kind of just, um, you know, whoever really needs us, the ones that are going to be on death row, we rescue a lot of them that only have an hour or so. Oh, wow. Um, It's hard. It's really hard to pick, you know, and and also we have to go by what our fosters can foster, too, and what they'll take. Oh, that's interesting. Our dogs in foster homes getting ready for their new homes, but it's really hard playing God, and and it, you know, it's, it really does stink, but we can only help what we can help. So and I think uh, we do try to – go ahead, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I think that, that picking the dogs is really an art because you want to rescue as many as you can, and so you want to rescue adoptable ones, right? So, Well, so, we, are a, we are a pit bull-friendly rescue, so we do rescue a lot of pit bulls because right, they are like the number one in shelters and that need our help. So we do have a lot of pit bulls, but, you know, we, we try to rescue the ones that need us the most. Right. Uh, and so and so then are all of your dogs in fosters or do you have a shelter too? No, we don't have a shelter. We are a foster based rescue. Um what? we we really try to get our dogs all in fosters once in a while. If we don't have one then we do have to put them in boarding, but we try to get them out of boarding as soon as we can into a foster home. Right. So tell um tell our listeners how to get a hold of you if they wanna be a foster, if they wanna adopt a dog. Well, they can reach us by um, our email, which is rescue at icaredogrescue.org. We also have a website. It's icaredogrescue.org, no www's. We're always doing, um, we do about four adoption events every month in Orange County, California. And they're welcome to come to our adoption events or contact us by email or reach us on our website page. Great. Okay, and so then you send me a picture of a little... Rat Terrier, right? Hindi. Yes, is Hindi yes. a male or a female? Hindi is a female that we rescued from the Downey shelter uh, the day she was going to be put down. And Kinsey is a work. <laughs> She's a piece of work. She's is she? been moved around from different foster homes. She actually was in two adopt homes, and they returned her because she is a little princess and also has some issues with biting people and um, some separation anxiety. Oh, my gosh, and she's absolutely gorgeous. She is. She's a, she's a really unique-looking little girl, and she's the sweetest thing, but she then gets attached to whoever she's with, and she starts getting protective and starts biting other people. And, 
people don't want that, so they return her. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell her that people are safe, that all people that she's going to be around from this point forward are safe, and that what she needs to do before she bites is is lick and yawn and blink her eyes and look away and do those calming signals so that okay. she can stop herself from biting. And so the licking and the yawning, the blinking of the eyes is like us taking a deep breath. And, you know, the, the right before they bite, they close their mouth, they stare, they growl or snarl, and then they lunge. Um, right. Let me see if I can, let me get her. When I bite people, it's because I can only deal with one person at a time. It's really hard for me to pay attention to more than one. I want them to stay away from me because it scares me. So what she's saying is that she's having a hard time, like distractions or or being able to understand um like all the different types of stimulation that's coming towards her. Okay. I like to learn, though. Can they teach me how to be good by not putting a muzzle on me? Have you put a muzzle on her? No, nope, we've never put a muzzle on her. I wonder maybe somebody else has. I used to run around a house with a muzzle on. Oh. Yeah, we don't really know where she came from before the shelter. That's so I didn't bite the kids and the other people in the house. Because sometimes I bite and tug. Is that true? Um, She does. She likes to play. She's really friendly, so she will tug at a toy. Oh, but maybe sometimes when she's bit and she's bit like a pant leg and tugged. Okay. Can they teach me how to be good? We're trying. We've had her in training. You have? So um, with her, you want to do a lot of praising those calming signals, the licking, the yawning, the blinking of the eyes and a lot of confidence building, so like agility or like just praising good behavior, no jerking on the collar or anything like that. Okay. Because what happens is when they have the jerk on the collar or like a lot of discipline for doing bad behavior is that then they have a hard time paying attention to their handler and then also learning. It becomes no fun anymore. I want to learn to be good, she kept saying. If she has now, I'll ask her if she's had. I'm really happy, but I feel like at nighttime my head buzzes. I had a shocking that went all the way up to my ears. It sounded like at one point she had a shock collar on her. Okay. And what kind of human is she looking for, Laura? Okay, good question. I want the kind of human that talks sweet to me. That's not afraid to put me down. She's got to have good behavior, though, to be... said, what kind of things do I need in order to learn to be safe? Do you think I need, it almost is like a board or something, like she needs to like, like sometimes look at new people, like she likes to have a boundary so she can hide behind. So maybe teaching her to like go behind you when she gets aggressive, you know, like teach her a behind command because she likes to have a, um, a buffer. Okay. I would like someone who feeds me on a plate. <laughs> Fancy. I feeds she's me princess. meat. It looks like chicken bones. <laughs> I'd love a person that likes me on their pillow and that doesn't brush my teeth. <laughs> I, don't, 
I don't think she had someone that brushed her teeth, though. So <laughs> Maybe when you're old, you'll have to have your teeth brushed. Oh, she said also that when when there's people that talk all at once, it confuses her. So when she's in a situation where two people are talking at the same time, it confuses her. So she needs someone that goes really super slow, which is hard because rat terriers move so fast. Okay. But she needs like like almost like whisper everything and be in slow motion when you're training her. Okay. Yeah, because fast motion makes me lose some. So she's saying that, like, if you do things fast with her, then there she misses parts of the lesson. So she only gets, like, pieces of it. But then if that goes on for too long of a period, which could be for her two minutes or something, then her brain crashes and she can't learn anything. She's lost herself. Okay. So, Danielle, tell us uh, again where we can reach your website. What's the address? Our, our uh, website is icaredogrescue.org. No www's, just icaredogrescue.org. And our email is rescue at icaredogrescue.org. And we'll be able to find and other adoptable. Oh, on Facebook. Okay. And we'll yeah, be able we to find about, dogs there? We have about 40-plus dogs in our rescue right now. Okay. Wow. Wow. Well, we hope they all find homes and um, to all of our listeners, please uh, please go to icaredogrescue.org if you're looking for a pet in the Southern Thank California you. area. Thank you and so much. I think she can come out of this. I really do. Me too. She wants we'll find her to. good home. Yeah, and she we wants don't... to learn. And that's okay. the start of it, you know? Well, well, the good thing about our rescue, too, is they will stay with us until the home is found. We have some dogs in our rescue that have been with us over a year. So we make sure that they will be taken care of until we do find them that perfect home, and we will. That's awesome. Thank you guys so much for all the rescue work that you do. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Danielle. Okay. Thank you. Hi, Danielle. Wow. So nice. I wish I had the time for her. I know. I wish I had the time for a lot of dogs. I'm like, I see these dogs in rescues, and we always talk to all these really cool dogs, and I wish I could take them. I know. I wish you could see her. You should go to my website, thepetpsychic.com, to the blog page and see her picture. She really, uh, she can, I think somebody put a shock collar on her for her bad behavior and made it worse. Mm. So bad. True. Oh, look, I, I like, I couldn't even go to... I went to the wrong page. If you go to PetPsychic.com, it's not your page. It's ThePetPsychic.com. Yeah, ThePetPsychic.com. Can't you buy PetPsychic.com? Yeah, for like $3,000 or something. Holy moly. <laughs> yeah. Why is it so expensive? Someone likes the, it. Yeah. I see. That's okay. Um, I like ThePetPsychic.com. Everyone just has to. No, I know. I like it. I'm just, you know. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> oh, so cute. This dog's really cute. Isn't uh, it? Yeah. Kenzie, real adorable. I didn't ask her how hard she bites. I should have asked. But mm. she can come out of this. I have to come yeah. out when they want to learn, you know? Yeah. Okay, we have to get to Storm King. Okay. All, even though I don't know if he really wants, does he want to do this today or yeah, what? he wants to do it. And I was talking to him earlier, and he was telling me earlier that he was, like, really upset about these exotic animals, and he was trying to talk to Luca about it, but Luca wasn't Luca wasn't listening to him. And so then Stormy tell, and I... Tell our oh, listeners who Stormy and Luca are. Oh, Stormy is my 12-year-old Aussie Shepherd, and he is, like, the best dog in the world. He's perfect. I call him perfect, as he is perfect in every way. And Luca is my 10-month-old poodle who's learning to be perfect. Yeah, in training. <laughs> perfect Working in training. Pop. Perfect in training, perfect in progress. Yeah. Okay, it's your turn. You ready? Have you been thinking? Mom, I've been thinking a lot. What have you been thinking? I've been thinking about these exotic animals, and I think that they should stay in the wild. So what do you think you should tell people 
that um, are thinking about buying an exotic pet, Stormy. If they can't sleep on your bed and you can't take them for a hike, you better not take them. <laughs> sort of makes sense, right? Yeah, that's a good rule. I think. That's a good rule, right? You can't have yeah. them in the house sleeping on the bed, and if you can't take them on a on a public trail, then you shouldn't have them as a pet. Yeah. Agree. I agree. What else, Stormy? What else do you want to say? Those animals are so sad. I've been devastated. And I'm mad at that Terry Thompson. Me too. And I hope that when he's in heaven, an angel yells at him. I'm too nice about him, Mom. He did a bad thing. He's going to have to do a lot of work to get better. Not just die and go to heaven. (laughs) I agree with you, Stormy. I agree with you. I agree, too. Stormy is so smart. That's why this uh, segment is called Storm King's Words of Wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) He's, like, mad at her. He's like, God, there am I as my mom's being all sweet to this dead guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, you know. What's up with that? Come on. Get it together, Mom. (laughs) What else, Stormy? Anything else? Last words? Dormy, what else? Do you have anything else you want to say? Everybody that's listening, you better talk to those animals. Talk to what animals, Stormy? Talk to all those exotic animals. Because we're still not sure if they've all made it to heaven. Mm. Their spirits could be trapped on that land. Oh, that's a good idea. So everybody send, uh, you know, positive thoughts, love, and energy to these animals to get to where they need to go. Good to have, and yeah. Yes, that's really a good idea. That's a good idea, Stormy. I know, because they might be trapped, like what he said. Like, the, remember yeah. when we talked to those animals at the zoo, how they were trapped? Oh, yeah, we went to the Griffith Park Zoo, to the old zoo, where the zoo used to be. And we talked to some, they were dead big cats, right? Yeah, and they were trapped. Yeah, yeah. we'll have to, um, we'll be putting that video up soon, hopefully. on. Oh, <laughs> we will? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to work on it. Look Come it up on there. the whale video, too. And the whale video. We talked to whales. Laura and I go on a lot of adventures talking we to animals. Do. I'm going to start vlogging, too. I'm going to make that commitment. I'm going to vlog once a week. Oh, good. I'll read them. No, watch. Oh, watch them. Oh, video blog. Yeah. Okay, good. And I'm going to try to, you know, to contribute to that. Yeah. As best I can. Um, To all of our callers who didn't get on the air today, I just want to say thanks for calling in, and we're so sorry. It's so hard with just an hour, you know. We can only get to so many phone calls, and I just go in the order of whoever calls in first. And I talked way too long about that skeptic, so I apologize. Yeah, blame Laura, everyone. (laughs) It's all my fault. (laughs) It's all Laura's fault. I'll carry away. I just need somebody to listen to me, so I took it out of (laughs) the... <laughs> Blame Laura, not my fault. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but yeah, call in next week to Blog Talk Radio, and uh, hopefully we can get you up. And if you called in before, I'll try and move you on up to be able to uh, talk to Laura. Everyone has questions. And oh, Laura, did you see in in the chat room? I wrote licking, yawning, looking, looking away, blinking the eyes, calming signals. There you go. That's good. Yeah. We gotta like make up a phrase for that. I know, right? We should. I'll think about yeah. it. Maybe I'll write a song about it. Oh my god, that would be so cool. And then you could play it every time we talk about it. <laughs> that would be really funny <laughs> and really it? kind of nerdy and corny. But I yeah. Know, I love nerdy and corny. <laughs> Me too. That's why we're friends. Um, <laughs> thanks everyone for listening. 
We'll see you next week here at Blog Talk Radio, Pet Psychic Radio Show. Go to uh, com for more information on Laura Finchfield, the Pet Psychic. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Thank you.